0: to the microbial secret society where david and i dive deep into the microbial realm and initiate you into the microbial secret society so enjoy our podcast the first hour is always free and the second hour is only available to members at microbialsecret.org so thank you and uh, let's begin
1: we're live aloha welcome to another episode of the microbial secret society
0: yeah so this episode we're trying out uh, zoom technology where i'm sitting here in onamea and david is in hawaiian acres and um so we're gonna see how this works out for us it's a lot a lot easier for us to be um uh, you know when we can't get together physically to to connect this way so we'll see how this episode goes so uh
1: yeah i'm i'm excited to see how the technology holds up and would really appreciate any type of feedback from the listener of what you think of the the quality
0: so before we started david was saying that he wanted to open up with asclepius
1: As, asclepius yeah i i just kind of discovered asclepius the just just last night um have you, ever, have you ever heard of that before?
0: No, no, I haven't heard of Asclepius before.
1: Okay, so there's there's this book called Asclepius, The Perfect Discourse of Hermes Trismegistus by Clement Solomon. And I guess in, in Greek mythology, Asclepius was like a demigod or... Um, some type of hero he was the son of the god of apollo and um he he kind of just he 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 has like a whole mythology within like the greek history but in in this text it's it's actually um this guy asclepius who's talking to hermes or or thoth and he's kind of like schooling him on basically the the principles of nature and life and like how how it all um kind of works and unfolds and supposedly like these this text is you know extremely old like thousands and thousands of years old and um
0: sounds like it's it's greek based with those names that you mentioned
1: yeah, it's it's well, it's actually Egyptian because uh, Tris uh Hermes came like, or Thoth is is from like Egypt. So it's it's like I think the story's taking place where, yeah, they're they're actually in 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 um so, somewhere like in Egypt. The setting is Egyptian but uh it it says the emotion is is universal
0: <laughs> so so maybe maybe it was the greeks writing about knowledge that they found in egypt and that was kind of maybe one of the first writings that came into this language that was translated out from these hieroglyphic myths that had been into eternity of like thoth and you know these egyptian versions but those names you mentioned were kind of like greek and maybe the greeks took these stories and and expanded upon them or or wrote them down or talked about them
1: yeah i wrote, wrote them down and translated them because it's like the only i don't know if it's the greek copies are are there but or the latin one of them is 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 prevalent and the other one is lost so there's yeah, so it's like a translation of this account. And um, Hermes has like this this prophecy, and, and I can kind of read it. It's it's not that long. It says, quote, the, the gods will withdraw from earth to heaven. Foreigners pouring into the land will neglect religion. Duties to the gods and divine worship will be prohibited with penalties. This holy land will be filled with sub- Poultries and the dead. Only stories of your religion will survive, and these your children will not believe. Egypt will become a desert, an example of the most ferocious cruelty. The fruits of the earth will wither, and the land will no longer be fertile. The very air will hang heavy in lifeless torpor. Such will be the old age of the world, irreligion, disorder, and unreason concerning all that is good.
0: Do do you think that's true in all ages that they kind of have this feeling of the earth being destroyed or this like, you know, it's almost like damnation that you're reading. <laughs> y- y-
1: yeah. I, I feel like it kind of comes up at least archetypally or um, in different stories or, or beliefs that there's some sort of like, I mean, kind of before like the the prophecy is like kind of long, that's just kind of like the beginning, and if you just hear the beginning, then you're kind of like I think it's kind of like loom and gloom, mm. but um, it it seems like it's very cyclical and you know places like Egypt are being described as these like super fertile places, and then you know now it's a desert, so maybe it's just like a cycle of nature, but um. When, like, in the earlier part of the text, he was kind of like way before he, he describes how, um, like, man and the like, there's there's man and then there's like the supreme, which would be like, like the creator or God, and and like man is like somewhere in the middle. And, um, he, he, there's actually a part where it says like he, he's almost can be feel like it's almost like mightier like greater or more powerful than actually the creator but it's when the when man thinks that it's like the creator that it it then starts to struggle but there's like this it's it's i mean it's like a beautiful writing it talks about how man in art can be like in harmony with nature and live in accordance to it
0: Um, Yeah, I I mean, I, I feel like those types of things are, you know, where they talk about you when you forget about God, that your land turns to this desert or your plague spreads upon you. And to me, that like points back to the idea of this secret society, that what these God forms are, are these archetypal patterns that we've identified of this mysterious unknown, which a contributing factor to that is the microorganisms. And so when you like if your land's going to a desert, it means you don't know about microbes. You're not you're not respecting the secret society of your soil, right?
1: Yeah. And you're not necessarily tuning into what you can do to help nature thrive around you, I guess um but but yeah it just it, it's just wild and then i I've, I've been doing a lot more research about virgil if you've ever heard of virgil um with like the roman empire and 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 how we kind of like perceive our our hist- like I, I think a lot of history is is not correct that we've been taught in school when it when it comes to like where like Rome like the true the true power of what Rome is and um, where where it got its influences and in kind of thinking that you know history just kind of started like like from there in the Greeks but it goes like I I don't know it, it seems like the Romans actually got a lot of their influence from from Greek and and that's kind of a period where a lot of this like Mysticism and this secret society, occult nature of things, kind of got like sw- swirled around because it, in in Greece, it it seemed like there were, um, yeah, like a lot, like a lot of occult knowledge and stuff. Well, and there there is even there's even like uh cities within, or like they're not cities; they're called like I forgot what they're called, but there's a place called they're like regions, and there's like a region of 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 uh, Italy called like Naples and like that, that specific region what had like very heavy Greek influence and, and for some reason like was able, like there's smaller sub um, regions within the Roman region that are able to like kind of still maintain some of these ways of life and these ways of being.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, the Roman greek influence coming through the, the the greeks had these things like the these mystery cult kind of things where they would go up into the hills and take some sort of drink and then commune with each other and like it was one of those rituals where their class was forgotten so like in terms of if you were a slave or you were the master, you were kind of just like on equal footing for a, a holiday where they would do some sort of thing and maybe they were doing some sort of mushrooms and maybe the, you know, communing with the secret society through ritual practice of like, and that's, and that's part of maybe this is like they learned that ritual from the Egyptians maybe who are also maybe preserving these, these, um, you know, certain cultivars or promoting certain cultivars of mushrooms to, you know, convene with the higher beings or, or, or just, you come into more resonance, I guess, with the, the mycelial network of the earth instead of thinking about um, yeah, higher beings. It's, it's like, you're more resonant with the, the nature matrix.
1: more more resonant with the nature matrix when when people are able to disidentify with with their classes or their ego or or their labels or whatever and and then just kind of commune with with energy and nature around you
0: well being an initiate of the secret society meaning that you understand and accept that you're part of this biological web of life from the tiniest up to the even greater than us. And that, you know, it's our kind of duty or kuleana to keep the biosphere in, um, you know, as non-toxic as we can on, on as many levels as we can. Because if, if one level below us all of a sudden is becoming toxic, then that affects our level and so we all share that kuleana of keeping like our, you know, our realm, our, our, our scale of this thing in the secret society, clean and functioning and, um, you know, life promoting. And, and I think that's what the initiation into the secret society is, is that realization.
1: The, the realization that, that we all have like a bigger kuleana or responsibility to kind of recognize that our, like the actions of of the microcosms around us have like an effect on the macrocosm around us and everything in between. And um, I guess it's just more like just accepting that responsibility and just keep full forward putting it into action
0: does that come back to the thought teachings and tie back in
1: does does that tie back into the thought teachings um yeah yeah i mean it it talks about kind of how the cosmos or the world like around us is is only really truly visible to the creator and man as an image of the creator um is to function in reverence and care for creation so like back then like like egypt when they when it was thriving was like a special place and it had this like representation of an image of heaven or like a temple of, of creation of the cosmos. And yeah, I I don't know. I, I guess it was just kind of a little bit shocking in, in that tale to hear that the inhabitants of this like favored land would forget their sacred trust. It's almost like, uh, taking it for granted maybe, or, um, lacking mindfulness
0: well well imagine imagine this story here that i i have natural farming i have these knf methods and then i i pass them on to you and then you know just like the game of telephone as we pass these methods on if someone wasn't fully initiated in and knows like the ins and outs and like fully mastered it they may be tempted to add their own flair to it and not to say that it doesn't change over time because recipes and all things should change over time and be flexible but adding your own like inferior influence into this recipe and then just like how you know it's like they they no longer respected their gods in Egypt and then they were like you know it's like maybe you're not respecting the microbes by putting in you know equal volume of sugar up to a super saturation point and then storing it in a in a environment that's not fluctuating in temperature you know and and all of a sudden now you're storing it in your shed where it's all hot and so you're disrespecting the gods and um you know like kind of like this story of of the telephone of this sacred knowledge that's passed on in, in a very real sense,
1: yeah, so like being able to uh, be really thoughtful and mindful of of the process and the and where this information and these teachings come from I, I feel like it's it's almost like anything that has like a really um, long lineage and like ancient teachings is like I don't know I, I feel lucky to be able to be have stumbled upon it and to be really interested in it but i do truly believe that it's like this ancient esoteric practice that goes back so long and, it, and it's just like how many other things like that are out there that we aren't aware of that have just like kind of come through like you know this lineage or this family teaching this family and then and then it's like you know, how much of that stuff is still out there. And then, and then, and then as like, uh, um, as like time kind of moves forward, like the risk of those teachings, like, or those cultures or that wisdom, just like going, going back to the earth and not to the people, if that makes sense.
0: Well, you're, I mean, it sounds like you're talking about the lineages of the Magi, and like these keepers of ancient wisdom or initiates, these hierophants that have this knowledge that are able to give it back. But in the case of natural farming, this same ancient wisdom, just like these writings of Hermes or, or Thoth, are almost, um, they're written in nature. Like he, I think in one of the writings, he says, one of the textbooks is like your body itself and the other textbook is like nature around you. And so if you're able to like sit and like read it, which it's helpful if someone teaches you how to read, but if just being thoughtful, you read it, these truths that he's talking about are somewhat self-evident. So I'm, so even if it goes extinct, like even if I'm a, the keeper of whatever X knowledge and then I die and it goes extinct, somehow, it can be rediscovered not saying that's easy but somehow it can mm-hmm. be rediscovered and repurified and like reforged
1: so so there's a way that it can like that you know the energy can be transmuted in a different way somehow just just like if everything say for some reason like all of humanity went extinct and then there was like another creation cycle where where um people like started living again or being recreated it's like they would they'd find fire again you know they would find these like primitive things that are
0: but but what they would find is things that are more natural and like Natural law versus the man-made things that we teach today. Like we're taught to like stand in line and do like weird things today that that aren't natural, but they're helpful for for humanity. And if you reset it, it goes back to where we don't have those that sophistication we built on top. It just goes back to a very primitive uh, natural law. But the problem today is our man-made laws are so far from that natural law that we do sort of need a reckoning back to like um you know nature we we think we can legislate nature and that's not necessarily the case
1: yeah and then and then when you were talking earlier about how when um Hermes talks about one book about his the body he also mentions it in this one about how it's like his second role is to like care for the body, but it's not different from the first, which means to care for creation. Um, He or she should love creation just as he or she is beloved by the gods or the the creator and and man's man's duty to the planet with a force of which there is a strong resonance today. Um, man, Man needs the physical body, which he has been given that means that the body does not therefore imprison the human being. It rather like exalts him. And, and kind of placed in the for quote, the fortunate middle position, a position which man, which makes man superior to the gods, but the position can bring a danger because of the double human nature that beings can identify with the divine. But equally that their physical bodies That they can associate with matter and therefore sink into lower forms. There's always like a free choice, which is the essence of the human stature. Um, And then that means that we're kind of the consequences of that choice is that we're abided by the unchanging law. That if we have completed our term of service, discharge discharged our worldly duties and have been freed from the bonds of mortality, the Creator will restore us to our higher divine nature, free from blemish and ability.
0: Wow. Wow. So so if you get in alignment with natural principles, then everything sort of will be provided for you somehow through this universal principle of just, I I think you're talking kind of about the Tao in a certain sense, like, because I kind of think from like the Chinese concept of that, like you're, you're trying to ever surrender to this, um, creative and, um, it's similar to that. Like you're trying to really be in in alignment with natural laws, and that's that's a good message.
1: Yeah, yeah, being in line with with uh, with natural with nature, I guess, and trying to to partner more with nature. But then it it says that part about how like, um, you know, man shouldn't or can't like like see itself as the as the divine or something it's not that's not like the right wording but it, i i don't know i i just feel like nature is so abundant and stuff and like i don't know just fi- like realizing that you're not necessarily like the creator of that abundance but you your help like guiding and like being in the same flow of the abundance i don't know i guess i'm just kind of well, over speculating
0: I, I well i like that idea that you mentioned earlier which is like you're the middle like that that you're not the below and you're not the above you're like somehow this middle scale of between in in realization so you're not just like like um yeah i can i can visualize it myself um but that uh that that idea that the the middle like you're kind of this fulcrum point this one spot you know like when you're like on a on a microscope when you're looking through it you want to focus the light down to so that the all the light focuses right where the slide is you, you know with a condenser you want to like get all the light right there so you can brighten it up as much as you can and that's sort of like where man is like between like the light source and then right where the light's being focused to it's like tightest beam as a middle. And then it, it, you know, then it expands up to the observer to, to see in focus. And if you're, if, yeah, when you, when you stay, I think, I think that's the Kuleana, that's the duty is to stay and respect that middle ground that we, um yeah, that we occupy and, that is that that stretchiness that creation between the two where it manifests here has its focus like that light beam so so maybe maybe the world yeah, is the, flat and then instead of it, instead of it being like an ice wall like people think we're actually on a microscope slide <laughs> and that's what the sun is is the, is the is the focus of the beam looking
1: whoa well, that's kind of trippy to think about that that the sun is is the microscope coming in and we're it just like shuts off at nighttime. time
0: <laughs> how, how, how's this and that's why the um you know like the illuminati and stuff have the eye looking through the triangle it's like it's the eye looking through the microscope down at us and we're on the slide which is this flat plane in this universe <laughs> that's kind of wild to think about and that's that's why people think it's a snow globe up above and there's like water in the atmosphere because it's actually like a slide pushing down this like condensed atmosphere and people say there's a firmament up there it's actually like the cover slip pushing on us and all the water we see around us is like, is the water on the slide. And these little land masses are like these tiny little things in this air bubble under the slide that we have. We're being observed like, a, like, a, yeah, bro. It's the flat earth microbial secret society. Flat earth. Concept. <laughs>
1: That's an interesting theory. Got, got some, yeah, some text that maybe validate the case. That's, yeah so finding finding that middle i guess walking that middle path that middle way of of being in harmony with the with the energy and the forces that are above and below us
0: that's that's what life is about if you and if you read natural farming if you read on the group description description it says it's being in balance with nature which you would expect that middle point to be like a balanced fulcrum. And it may not be exactly in the center. It may be at like a golden ratio or some irrational number that we can't fathom in this conceptual reality.
1: So that's what you think. Yeah. So that's what what it says in the natural farming group is about being in balance with nature. So, so what, what would you say are some signs in that? Like, what are some signs that you are in harmony with nature?
0: Well, see, I, I, yeah, the, the, it, the harmony word I, I, I choose to use in balance with nature. Uh, in, mm. in harmony means kind of like, you know, in, in resonance to a certain degree, or you could be in melody with nature. You, you know, to, to, to me, like the imbalance with nature, like, um, it, it's like about this um like in life in life we always expect it to be like we always want it to be good but there's like a a a flow to life uh, ups and downs and just that's how it is and um and so instead of wanting you, you know things to be super good it's like i want things instead to be more balanced like when things are good, I'll I'll, I'll I don't want to like have them be too extremely good, you know. Even though that is somewhat enjoyable, be, because then when things are bad, I don't want them to be extremely bad. It's it's more about this like this balance and this appreciation of of not getting caught in like the ups and the downs, but an appreciation of the ups and the downs and how that makes you a complete and whole person
1: hmm that's a really good perspective because like you have you ever like I I, <laughs> I know you like the look at the I Ching but do you ever like throw the I Ching and like you're just like you're just like feel like I was just kind of feeling like really kind of down and out a little bit and I was just like oh my god I I'm gonna throw the I Ching and I'm gonna get you know just like th- the ones that I would perceive as being like the worst ones or whatever you know like one one that's gonna like actually validate how i'm feeling in that moment and then kind of to get like one that's like completely different and to not to not kind of like expect that really and um but i don't know so i i threw it and i got i got revolution moving towards um abundance or fullness for 49
0: moving towards uh, like like uh yeah 55 yeah 55 cool fullness yeah abundance the the brian brown walker interpretation of of, of fullness 55 is always one that myste mystifies me because it seems like yeah yeah it, it seems like abundance and fullness like this lightning flash but he talks about how it's going away so don't get happy you know it's like what bro it's like it's happening it's like it's one of those things of like you know like the cake is served and he's like, yeah, but don't worry about eating the cake. It's like, what?
1: <laughs> so, it, and that's interesting that you say it's a cake. Cause like the, the hexagram symbol kind of looks like a cake a little bit, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess, I guess when it says that the, <clears throat> that the influence cannot last forever, it just says like, the sun sets or the sun rises it must also set um and when we start to give way to our inner receptivity through mistrust um our influence begins to fall and like w- we start to struggle and, and prolong it and then accepting detachment and modesty and in, in the moment require like the acceptance of like the tide turning and letting go of that moment and entering in the next with a correct and balanced attitude we can save ourselves for a more beneficial time so it's it's almost like the yeah it talks about how like the abundance isn't like a benefit like almost like a not a beneficial time or it's something that's like perceived as abundant and is passing away or
0: well, in, in that, in that, uh, in that Brian Brown Walker one, I would love it if it said like, you know, pat yourself on the back, you made it, but, but maybe that's ego gratification. Maybe like in your moment of success, you should, you know, observe it, recognize it as a growth to yourself and then be prepared for the next moment, which is probably at your, if you're at your peak, your next thing is your decline. Uh, you know, unfortunately that's just, you know, you're, you're, most successful moment your next you know your next moment is less it's always it's always down from there so it's like it's kind of like a, uh, um yeah you know but i yeah yeah i it, it it is about that
1: huh so so you're saying that like even if yeah so like a, a beneficial like a, a high point of achievement or abundance or whatever is just like a brief moment in time. And that as soon, as soon as that one is, you know, transitioning through, there's going to be another one that's present that that's going to require your presence on that, that new situation or that new now moment. And, and, that yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. I don't know by letting go, like letting go of the passing moment that like is our perceived abundance of fullness. That's how we can actually save ourselves for, for a more beneficial time, which would be like more like could be even more abundant of what we could perceive. Maybe. I I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like, it's like that higher self, like the abundance, abundance, usually we quantify as like, oh, my human avatar won the, won the next prize and got the next level up versus thinking about our, our higher player. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's about the growth of your higher player, your, your bigger thing, your, your larger influence in the world, your beyond your avatar. Your, your spirit or soul that interacts that that that's the benefit and so even though if your avatar gets a success it's it's like chalk that thing up to the the bigger
1: yeah the the bigger picture but i i know that there there's one of the I chings i'm not sure which hexagram it is but it talks about like talking to a friend about like higher principles and ideals and that's like a way that like you can remain on on the path or in in the light because you're you know openly just like with an open mind like philosophizing about the idea and I, i feel like that can be true with any of the hexagrams right if you talk about them contemplate them
0: well, yeah, that's, that's usually how the I Ching it encourages you to interact with others is to contemplate higher principles and dance and play drums and flute with them. I I think the one you're talking about has something, it's like conflict or obstruction or something where it's, it's saying, you know, if you can't resolve it yourself, seek a, a higher friend, a, you know, a good guidance.
1: Yeah, no, I, I there's that one there's one that talks about like actually seeking a counselor but but there's one one that talks about how there's like an actual like oh this would be a beneficial time to like go over ideals with like a friend i think that's i think he uses the word friend but maybe it's the same one Uh,
0: well i don't know it's like i didn't know that each thing was into business but that's good yeah it'll answer any question you need. Any
1: question you need without fail?
0: <clears throat> well, it tells you about changes, right? It's a book of changes. It tells you where you are, and then <clears throat> this is something I wanted to go oh I <laughs> a little deeper, but <clears> oh, <throat> I just uh, drank some sugarcane juice and got some sediment down in my throat, and it's uh, sharp. Dude, it's not, no, is that it's typical? No, I should have filtered it. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, but hang on one sec. <laughs> yeah. So, what I wanted to talk about was more the geometry and shape of the universe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, oh, man. I don't know if I can talk or no. This thing is killing me. But um, Basically, have you seen uh, Rodin math? Rodin coils? Rodin math? Rodin math? No. Mar- Marco Rodin. He kind of he draws this thing that looks like a um, square and compass. But you draw numbers out on a wheel around with nine at the top going all the way around in decimal. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, all the way around in a circle. And um anyway, I um I should probably we should probably do this through like a video thing because explaining it without knowing about and math. Um
1: so, I'm kinda no. looking at one of the images where it has like a I don't know if it's the right one, but it has like it a, a bunch of different numbers in it it's a circle with a lot of circles in it and then there's tons of numbers and like,
0: no, just, just find one circle within it kind of looks like a square, like an infinity sign within a triangle through it. So the three, six and nine are in the triangle.
1: Three and six. Okay. The one, the three, six, nine within the circle
0: are a triangle. And then the, the two, four, seven, eight, uh, five, should be five two, should be in the square, and those, those all are surprisingly, all those numbers are in seven. Like, if you divide one by seven, you get this remainder, and all those numbers are in the remainder of that. It's kind of interesting. Uh-huh and then all all the other ones the three six and the nine are all those other repeating fractions like if you divide one by three it's repeating fraction too
1: so what is so you're getting repeating fractions from
0: well anyway are are you able to see that that shape now where it's the triangle with the kind of infinity square within that circle
1: I think I'm kind of looking at it through a thumbnail of like a video. It's like a a big circle and it has like a, looks like a donut, but it has like, looks like petals and like a a fountain of like different shapes and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I'm looking at the right circle.
0: Okay. Okay. So I I looked up, I hit in rodent coil circles or rodent coil circle. And then there's this the one. Foil, sir. Okay. Yeah. And then there's this one here. Um uh the shape is down kind of uh it looks it looks like almost like a, a square and compass. It's maybe down and it's it's none of those ones where there's like hexagrams in there. It's more like a square and a compass looking one.
1: Okay. There's one that Did black. you only get like
0: one? there's one that's black with the with the arrow inside of it and then it has all the numbers around it you see that one it's on pinterest
1: i don't i don't think you typed in rodent coil circle
0: r-o-d-i-n coil c-o-i-l circle c-i-r-c-l-e and there's a black one on pinterest and it and it has this kind of thing inside it's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, so what i'm gonna do is get that to you,
1: yeah, send it over so I can take a look at it,
0: yeah, and this this so what but basically i mean our 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 listeners aren't gonna be able to see this, so we kinda well, gotta can pull it up maybe yeah, but I mean how hard is that's like we're asking a lot here. Yeah. See if I can send this to you. I will not let me drop it on your window. This thing. Um. But anyway, this this explains kind of the shape of uh of the universe in a certain sense. Okay. And and what I what I was relating it to is that it's it's related to I Ching, in a in a sense. And what what that sense is is that there's a certain way that I Ching can morph. And it and it and it's the trans transition of kind of like a bit wise, you know, like well, like like one one of the lines on the I Ching, because there's basically six lines, they're either dashed or solid, and that's that's, mm-hmm. and one of them can change. But anyway, I I think. I think my topics here on this may be a little too heady without visual stuff for folks to follow. So but I'll just send you the rodent coil so you can see it.
1: You send it over? Okay, let yeah. see.
0: Yeah there. You'd okay.
1: Seen. Yeah, I w I didn't see that image like when I, my searches.
0: Okay, so do you see how this is that three, six, and nine are on one uh axis? Like they're on the triangle. Three, six,
1: and nine. Yeah, they make the triangle.
0: And do you see the one, two, four, eight, seven, five?
1: One, two, four, eight, seven, five. Yeah.
0: So that loop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I that was to like illustrate an earlier point, and um. It's it's this geometry that, that is kind of, you know, you see how you have the, that we're talking about the man being in the middle. Do you see how this yeah. image kind of pred, pred, like shows this focal point in the center?
1: Kind of. It's a little, it's probably like a third down, but yeah. No,
0: no, but but like, like in the middle from the vertical axis, the nine above and then it's below, you know, like it's in the center of the vertical yeah. axis. Yeah do you see like and Mm -hmm. then it's between kind of everything else and so this is kind of my concept of when you say the hermes thing and it says we're like between these worlds one is the three six and nine is the energy generator like it's in a different dimension and it's infinite and it has a lot to do with like you know golden ratio and why fermentation works and all these things it's actually like life force energy in a different dimension and then the one, two, four, eight, seven, five—that other thing. Do you see how it's yeah. kind of square? Yeah. So that's, that's like yeah. that's like the world dimension. Like we're on those planes of like you know that those two D, three D. Like we can move around within that. And this is kind of like my the the representation of what you're taking, what you were talking about, and what I'm talking about, and like I Ching and this and bringing this into, um, numerical ways of reckoning it as well.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just like, yeah, I guess. Are you saying that like each, if you're at that like little point in the middle, kind of in the middle and then you, you move to like one and then you go to two and then you go back to, You just kind of keep going back in like one, two, and then do loop to three or just two connect, two connects to four. And then you you just kind of like keep going around and around. And then, and then I guess the, you go to like the whole sequence and then you get to eight and then you go back into the middle and then do you like shoot up to nine? Is that...
0: (laughs) no no they're kind of they're kind of like two different waveforms like the three six and nine could be thought of ele- as electricity and the, the the other numbers the one two four eight seven five could be thought of as magnetism so electricity and magnetism are like 90 degrees from each other they're in like sort of different planes different existences almost is that
1: okay yeah di- different different planes and
0: but the thing, the thing about it is like you see this and you say, oh, do you move to one to two to four? Like, no, you, you always stay at that center point. But what happens is like those are possible movements. So instead of you actually moving there, like somehow the whole thing shifts and rotates around you so that you move to that point, but you never move and what this is showing this 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 diagram here is showing is is a way of like the rotational axis of the universe that rotates around this nine which you're in alignment with the nine but you're also in this central point between in balance with the rest of this and it somehow rotates around you and these are these are how like eaching transformations can work is this this system rotates around you and by understanding how it's rotating then um that's like what drives nature. This this spiral, this thing you're seeing here somehow is like the same spiral that drives plants, the same spiral that drives, you know, any natural momentum is through this somehow. Yeah, that's...
1: Yeah, if you're listening, I'd, I'd recommend pulling up the image. Maybe there's a way that we could include the image in like the the show notes or the... Or some some way
0: but. yeah i think I'll, I'll figure i'll figure that out I'll, I'll post it up because this image is like it, 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 yeah
1: you can you can what if, if you, you, you translate create... you know what's kind of weird is, is is that the art that we created for the um for the show it's like almost like if you trans like if you put that image over the show art it, it's like kind of in there a little bit like you definitely have the three the six and the nine and then i i guess i i did like uh i don't know like i guess the one and the eight were farther out and then i connected them to the three and then but it, it's it's almost like it's in there i don't know
0: well yeah so so you drew kind of the the balance like the six based um Thing, thing, but then you you also connected. Yeah, this this art is deep, man. I, I like it a lot. What you came up with. Um. But yeah, they're they're in there, man. That's that's like uh same geometry. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I like I like that you put the pyramid on there too. Very crucial, with the eye. <laughs>
1: The uh, the microscope. The microscope eye. But yeah. I, I I was I was happy with it. I don't know. I, I seem people seem to really like it. So yeah. I, I have like another one that I'm working on right now that's like a way different. That is like a totally different thing. But I'm I'm utilizing it as an opportunity to like dive deeper. It has like, I'm working on this one that's like the tree of life. And it has the 10, 10 sh- like circles or chakras um, on the bottom. And then it has 10, or, sorry, nine on the bottom and nine on the top. And then it has one in the center. And it's like the... And then each one's like associated with like a different tree of life. So the the top is associated with the Sephiroth, which has like Kether and Hud and Yasod and Malkut and all these different like, there's like these different subtle energetic realms of reality that I feel like are related to our chakras in a sense, but also like our emotional states sometimes. And then there's like the the bottom the bottom one which is connected to like a whole different um like text about it and i was going to see if like trying to like i was going to resort research the actual um each point on the tree and see how that would relate to like energetically like a different level of like natural
0: farming (laughs) that's pretty epic man yeah yeah i can i can understand and then yeah go
1: ahead um i don't know and then and then i just like um yeah I, i guess what i was gonna say was there's like if you ever like look up like secret society like a cult art or like things like that it's i don't know i feel like my style is like kind of turning into that in a way and then there's all these like hermetic drawings and stuff that are like like even like kind of the wade rider deck and is kind of depicted in that way a little bit
0: yeah yeah the have you ever looked at the um crowley tarot deck no. So he he hired this uh artist and she put in what they call projective geometry.
1: Projective geometry. Yeah, so it's okay. this
0: way of um doing art, you know, like like um and it, they use it for showing like multiple dimensions. Uh-huh. And yeah, I got a book on it and I was trying to read about it, but there's all these formulas and basically they're the, the, like what I was saying, the formulas for life, like these rotations, this, this thing, it's like, it's all within projective geometry. And there's some way of like, you know, calculating how a Nautilus shell will grow and all these things where you kind of take, you know, a projection means to like take something and like spread it across a plane, basically like, uh and and they had you know these formulas for you know it's a lot of like how how your cad programs your computer aided design or your computer animation programs work a lot of the mathematical Mm -hmm. formulas behind that
1: yeah i don't know so so i was looking like i was more familiar with the top of the tree which is like the Sephiroth, but like the bottom of the tree is kind of wheel rear weird like i've I don't know. Like it has these words called like Lilith and Gamuel and Samuel and Adarab Parak, and like they're, I don't know. I started like looking it all up and it, and it's like these, I don't even know what, what it is. Like it, it's well, like what some is- sort of like occult, like weird stuff i don't i don't know maybe i'm not like it It comes from the kabbalah but like the stuff that i'm finding on on google like right off the top is like I, i don't really know i guess i'd have to do more research on it but it's
0: like i mean what if what if those are old names for different families of microbes Like back in the day, they used to call, you know, like bacteria, they used to call it Lilith or something or or like, you know, it was like a name for um, what do you call like um, E. Coli or something. So you're saying
1: that like maybe, maybe like below the surface, like maybe the names are related to like the, the relations of the, of the microorganisms and stuff.
0: I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying just possibly, you know, like these, these ancient people, we assume like, if if you start to look up those things, you'll find there in like grimoires and stuff like these, these things, and you'll find like, oh, they're, they're like these archetypal forms of different, uh, you you know, like, like, yeah, people take it to like a a degree of like, different levels of understanding, I think. And I'm not sure what what level and what all that truly means that it's like full depth, especially if you think of like the true secret society that folks were belonging to truly is like this underground microbial uh, situation.
1: Well, that's interesting because like, okay, so I found a little bit more information and it it says that the, the reverse of the tree of life is called the quethpoth. The cliff. It's Q L I P H O T H, isn't it? The clip and off. And then it, the clip off. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it.
0: It's like audio that got uh, clip, clipped off. Clip off.
1: The clip off. But it, it's kind of weird. It, it's almost like depicted as like demonistic. Almost. It's like the complete opposite of. It, it's like if the the Sephirot or the Tree of Life is 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 representing the heavens, and like each one of these is representing the like the opposite of that, like the shadow. So it says like the it says the first one is called Thamuel, which means twins of God is the name of uh it's the shadow side of the Kabbalistic tree of life. Um it is the shadow of the sephirot Keter, which is the crown. While Keter is concerned with the unity of God Thou, Mario represents the dual contending forces struggling and is represented by two giant heads with bat like wings so i guess it's it's like under but i but in order to understand that the higher side we would we would one would have to understand the the opposite of it right
0: well what if what if that's actually like a microorganism that they're viewing and it just looks like it has two heads and bat like wings and they're like looking and describing it.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it could be taken literally because because if it was taken literally then all of the the good microbes would be above the ground and all the bad ones would be below. Oh, oh. At least at least in with the tree, I don't know.
0: Oh, well maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not to be well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess you're right like there's a lot of other considerations into this whole scenario. <laughs> like all the bad, all the bad micros are below the ground now.
1: Yeah, I feel a little weird looking up at the, looking into this stuff, to be honest. It's kind of out there.
0: Yeah. 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 I know. Well, so these things, why, why did you start looking into it?
1: I I don't, I'm just like fascinated by the tree of life. And I've, I've had like shamanic journeys where like someone has like led, led me through completely sober, just like through meditation and drums and stuff like going to like places like that. And I feel like I've, I've journeyed to the, like a a depiction of the the tree of life and i don't know it's just like i feel like if you can understand nature you can understand yourself and if if we're somewhere in the middle then we have to be this like it's like we're this tree we have these like roots that these things these like outward things that like could maybe be perceived as like heavenly but maybe we have some like deeper things or like darker things like in within the earth that like aren't seen and it's like finding a balance and creating like a really big trunk you know like a, a spot in the middle i, I don't really know but I, I i'm i'm just fascinated by by that tree and like the sephirat and learning more about the kabbalah and like how we can utilize this as like a tool um before before i came to to hawaii i was like strongly consider like considering going to like a like a mystery school and i like applied i applied to one and like got in and stuff and it it's it's like yeah it's in new york it's called the the society of souls i think the society of souls maybe um but yeah it's like one of these it's like a four-year thing where you meet like quarterly or five times a year and then you do like these meditations and these practices and stuff that they teach you that have to do with like the kabbalah and the tree of life and stuff so i've always kind of had an interest in it
0: through through meditation yeah i think i think that's the uh that's the ultimate thing and then the i'm sure i'm sure the kabbalah is a good tool to especially if you understand it, to, it's, it's kind of like, a, um, I, I believe that uh, the, the Jewish folks had a um, understood the the operating system of the matrix that we're living in and that their language is in their characters are kind of like these like system calls into like deep archetype, like, you know, um, running of the the matrix that we live in and so in and, and their their understanding of the computation system is the kabbalah so if they understand the, the hardware and then their language is sort of the this like like they c- because because the, the the way they talk about god and and you you know almost everything says that god you know, was spoken into existence, or like, you know, it was there, but then it like spoke, and then creation started, and the story started. You know, it's not like it, you know, there was anything but that that vibration. And so, the the language that they use, the the Hebrew language, is very, um, like very deep. In, it's like it's like being able to, you know, um, write write better software. You're, you're at a lower level which is harder to use but it's but it's more powerful because it's hard it's closer to the operating system of the earth which is like you know their understanding is the kabbalah of that so meditating on it understanding then you're able to really fully digest that so uh just just to let you know david we're um, we're just about pow with the free hour here okay yeah, so, so
1: we're on with some of the free hour. Is there a way we could take like a, like a two minute break or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so just uh, just to wrap things up here, um, yeah, we're gonna, uh, take take a little break and we'll get back for hour two. Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Thanks for joining us for uh for the first free hour, and if if you're intrigued, please join us for for hour two, where we'll dive a little bit deeper into these esoteric mm-hmm. ideas. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha.
0: Well, that's it for our free episode. So join us at www.microbialsecret.org for the full episode and join the Microbial Secret Society. So uh, may the beneficial microbes be with you. Aloha.